What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Layer Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. We've got another good one for you today. We're doing a book of the week show. We're going to be diving into Farmhand by Rob Guillory. Uh, but how are you, buddy? How you been? How's your week doing? Dude, I'm doing great, man. Um, just uh, trying to get back into the swing of things because my kids are about to start school. Oh, so, yeah, you know, dude. Getting the whole school shopping thing going down. Um, you know dude, how fun that is. Yeah, really quick, though. So, like, it, towards the end of last last year, I was like, dude, I can't wait for summer. All I want to do is be able to sleep in in the morning and, like, not have to, like, wake up. <laughs> when you have get, kids, there's no sleeping in, no matter what, know, it is, summer or I not. I know. <laughs> And like not have to like ru- ru- you know run around getting kids dressed and ready for school, and then like, dude, like two weeks ago, I was like, when school start again, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I was, and it's not like because I'm frustrated or annoyed at them. It's just like so obvious that they need something else. Like you, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, dude, yeah, they yeah, need yeah. to get back into the swing and like hang out with some friends again. Uh, but my littlest one just started preschool up, so she's back, and then. The older one starts in like a week and a half or something like that, dude. Yeah, mine start in, I think they still have another week left. So next week, and then they start like, I think the 15th or something like that. But just getting back in that groove, it's going to be a little busier around here, but. Yep. Good times. Yeah, man. Uh, but did, you get, uh, did you get any more Paper Girls in? Did you get to watch an episode or two of that? I did. I got a couple episodes deeper. I'm. I think I'm like uh, to episode like five or six now. I can't remember. I'll have to look. It's been a yeah. l- like four or five days since I watched one. I think I'm about the same or at the same spot as you now. So yeah, I think we're. It got a lot better. What do you think, dude? You were a hundred percent right. Episode three just took it up like ten notches, dude. Actually, I think episode three is the strongest episode of the. I think so. Yeah, I think so as well. At least so Um, far, from what I've seen. So far, but yeah, dude. Even my wife was like, "Oh yeah, that was really a good episode." So you were one hundred percent right, man. It was. It got a lot better, and because it kind of explained some things. That's when they met the dude at the barn, right? Yeah, I think in four they did. Oh, can't remember his name. Either in the three or beginning of four, I can't remember. Yeah, there was just a lot more explanation of what was going on. And when they met that guy, he kind of really fleshed out a little bit more of what was going on. Uh, but it was funny. I was reading, um, forget his name, but the dude who runs Sketched and does Off Panel, he was talking about it and he was saying the same thing you did, dude. He's like, he's like, they're just blowing through this. Like, it seems like one trade an episode. Yeah. Um, but then I heard some people saying like, you know, renew season two. So uh, I'm interested to see how it ends because it did seem like they were going so fast early on. So yeah, it was super quick. Um, I did like episodes three and four a lot. I like the, you see like the relationship, like Mac, she yeah. finds her older brother and he's no longer like, um, a troublemaking teenager. He like turned his life around and he became a, a doctor. And so seeing their relationship is really cool. Cause on one hand, like he's like, you know, like a, your typical dad, and um trying trying to better himself and from you know his past and she is still a troubled teen i guess you would say you know and she's like what the heck's your problem like you're acting like a weirdo but he's just like (laughs) so it was pretty cool seeing like their relationship and um he really wants to help her and then you find out some crazy stuff that she died at 16 and Mm -hmm. so that was pretty crazy and um it was was just pretty cool man i like seeing that and uh it, it was neat 
Yeah, that was cool to see him kind of like at first just not believe her, try to yeah. get uh, HR involved, and uh, he <laughs> I runs know, a that D- was crazy. He runs a DNA test and uh, gets her out of there. But yeah, I agree with you, man. It was super cool to see him kind of reconnect with her and just how much he really loved her and was like, "Dude, I'm gonna make sure that you know you don't end up dying from this thing. We're gonna get you to the hospital. We're gonna do you know everything we can to." to make sure that doesn't come to fruition. And uh, yeah, yeah. it was just fun to watch him play around. And uh, her interactions with his kids were, you know, kind of heartbreaking. And I thought they were hilarious. They were hilarious. But I mean, she was just be at when they were like at Chili's or wherever they were. Yeah. Like that was just a little rough. His oldest daughter was just like almost like a stuck up. Like she didn't want oh. anything to do with her, you know, like. Yeah. But pretty wild. Um. I liked how the the scene where they're in the car and he's like talking to his car to turn up the music and they're jamming to some like old like punk music or something. That was pretty Typo funny. negative or something like that. I, I think. thought they were. I thought it was. Um, was it Danzig? Yeah, Danzig. Was, yep, that was it. Pretty yeah, sure, dude. That was cool. What did you think of uh, Tiffany's older version? I don't. Which one's you, Tiffany? You haven't got there yet. Uh, no. Tiff, the smart girl. Oh no, I haven't seen Tiff's old. I haven't uh, got that far yet. Oh, so maybe I'm one episode ahead of you then. Yeah, I think you are. So I actually really liked her. Different than the comic. In the comic, she's a little bit more like steampunk. And Mm. this one, she's a little bit more clubby, uh, like club scene sort of thing. I don't know if that's the best way to describe it. Just let my age show itself here. But... uh, <laughs> oh, dude. But she's super cool, super, super smart. And it's kind of fun to watch them, the two two of them, older and younger version, play off each other. And uh, I thought it was neat, dude. Thought thought it was pretty cool all around. Good, dude. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I'll finish it this weekend. And um, I definitely want to keep reading the, um, the trades. I think there's six volumes total. So, um, but I loved reading them. Yeah, it's such a good book. Easy to read, fun read. Did you get to see the leader of the of uh, whatever they call the older group? The the dude with like uh, he looks just like he just woke up out of somebody's basement and he. Cut- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, they nailed the casting on that dude. It's so perfect. Yeah. I just thought I love that actor anyway. He's hysterical. He's hilarious. Yeah. What's his name? Do you know his name off the top of your head? I can't, but I know he was in like. Uh, parks and rec and some other stuff and he's just super funny dude. when he walked up at the end i think it's the end of episode four when he walks up it's like you just immediately start giggling i know <laughs> it's so weird too that he's like the leader of that group i know it's kind of that yeah go ahead that girl she looks so like professional and like you know like by the book and he just like rolls up and he looks all like grungy like he hasn't showered in a week and pretty funny though yeah, dude, I, I thought that casting was 100% spot on, dude, like so good. Yeah, that was cool. But yeah, I think uh, it definitely got better three, three, four and five, wherever I'm at. Um, I just thought the first two moved way too fast. Yeah, I, I agree. They didn't. It was like they didn't explain much. So much was going on. It was a little chaotic. There was no sense of like, I think we kind of talked about it. Like there was, I didn't feel like a sense of like urgency, I guess you could yeah. say. I don't know. I mean, yeah, we'll I see. agree. We'll just, see how it ends. I felt like they were, there was all this stuff happening, but there was like, we were just kind of sitting there like, well, why is it so important? Like it, yeah. they never were able to like bridge that. And to be honest with you, it's gotten better, 
but I'm still just a little bit like, well, all right, it's kind of been explained a little bit, but not to the point where I cared as much as I did in the comic book, you know, in the comic book, all of that stuff uh, was very clear and you got a really good sense of why that war was happening and who was fighting and what they're fighting for. And yeah. in the show, it just kind of feels almost ancillary to everything else that's going on. And But that's the big thing. And you're just like, well, what the heck? Yeah. I wonder if we're going to see like dinos like we saw in the in, in the comic. Yes. Uh, I can't. I don't think I have yet. You saw her driving the huge mech, though, right? The mech. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was rad. But uh, did you see what ended up happening to her? Which one? Aaron? The older Aaron or? Yeah. No. Dude, so, I can't believe you I actually think, remember all the girls' names. I cannot. Yeah, I think you're one episode ahead of me, I think. All right. I'll try to be careful then. Yeah. So I, I don't. They the, the last episode I watched, they were in the mech and they went through the portal. And then that dude shows up. And um, so that's like four, I think. So you must oh, okay. have watched five. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's, you know, I'd, I'd say it's good. Yeah. Been fun. Still going to finish it up. But uh, yeah, man. Good. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad those, you liked those two episodes and it got a little better for you. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll do the same as you. I'll finish it up. It wasn't my favorite, but um, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, I think we have a plan to to dive into some Paper Girls in an upcoming episode. So it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah definitely. Dude. But one of the books I got into, and I think I'm pretty sure you did too, uh, was Chip Zdarsky, uh, Public Domain, issue number two. Yeah. Dude, what'd you think, man? Dude, I loved it still. I thought it was a cool <laughs> issue, man. Like, you get to see a little bit more of the brothers and like, one is just fired up about it and the other one's just kind of like whatever about it still. And you get a little bit of interaction of the mom too. Yeah, that was some good interaction between the mom and the dad, I thought, when the mom was like, you haven't fought for anything. Like, yeah, dude, show up, man. Like, all you've been doing is sitting in your basement for all these years. Yeah. What'd yeah. you think about the scene where they go meet one of the brother's friends who's a lawyer? Dude. She was crazy. I don't think she'd be the lawyer I'd be hiring. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. <laughs> She was a shady, shady lawyer, like hand, handing out pills. I'm and, pretty sure uh, she handed out drugs in the meeting. <laughs> yep, yep. And um, definitely, I mean, she seemed like she knew what she was talking about, though, but she was a little sketch. Yeah, but um, it was kind of cool to see a little bit more about the brothers and uh, kind of get a little bit more of their motivation and what's going on. But it ends with like a, a cliffhanger with one of the brothers has something going on, like he's dealing with something and. Uh, needs to open up to his dad about it, I think, you know? Yeah. I do like how you finally get like the, like he gets thrown out of that, uh, of the office building and, um, the dad's right there, like, you know, just ready to, to be with him, you know, now, you know, after he had that conversation with his wife. Yeah. And so I did like how it ended. I thought it was super awesome. And, um, I don't know if you noticed there's one, <laughs> there's one part is like, I think it's like the second to the last page. They're like grabbing a hot dog <laughs> and the sign on the hot dog card is hilarious. Like you can get a sodi pop for a dollar, but then <laughs> water is 10 bucks. It's the most expensive thing on the menu as a bottled water, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just started cracking up. I also thought it was really funny that it's called the veg toe fog. Yes, dude. A veg toe fog and a sodi pop. Yeah, dude. 
pretty funny. But this this is just a really cool story. Um, I mean, what do you think about if you were the dad? Would you be fighting a little harder? You think for this, or do you dude, kind of well, agree with him? Like, like because he kind of says, like, dude, when I was creating these, like, I knew what I was doing. It was all about seeing the way that people reacted to what I was creating. Like, I'm just kind of riding it for fun. Uh, I made the money I expected to make, but then you've got the son telling you, dude, you could be rich. You and mom won't have any problems. Like fight for what's yours. Like, what do you think? I don't know because I mean, I'm like right in the middle, I think, you know, but at the same time, like his son does have a, a a very, very valid point. Like he's missing out on a lot of stuff, you know, but, um, I don't know. Like, I I like what the mom says a lot too. Like, so I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna turn in. I think he's gonna fight. I think it's what it's gonna come down to. Something's gonna be crazy with the son, and the dad's gonna be like, "All right, let's go after it." Yeah, like at the end there when he's talking to his son, like, "What the heck's going on?" And then he tells him, like, "If this is what you need, you know," he says here, um, "If going after singular can help you, then let's do it. Let's let's fight." Yeah. So, so it's going to be interesting to see what he's got going on in his life. And, uh, but yeah, dude, I love this story, man. It's, um, it's been really good so far through two issues. Yeah, man. A lot of really cool character development. And, uh, it's so funny, man, like how different the brothers are. Like totally they're like opposite dudes. Yes, dude. So crazy. It's just funny how that happens, you know? Yeah. So it reminds me of me and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> for sure dude 100 <laughs> percent. but dude this is just uh i love the writing here and the progression of the story has been really good i i don't know how long the series is supposed to be but um i dig it dude and the the other guy that's responsible for creating this comic man he finds out that his assistant's probably the one who spilled the beans and i don't think he's oh, too yeah. happy that was another thing you find out toward he's on the golf course when he finds yeah. out yeah that's gonna be another interesting aspect of the story too when that starts unfolding dude her face when she's on the golf course and he looks over at her yeah she knows she's screwed <laughs> she already knows i mean what did she think was gonna happen though you know like yeah, I almost think she doesn't care. Yeah, because she, you know, with her interaction in issue one with um, the dad, like she, I mm-hmm. think, is 100 percent behind this guy. But and uh, it was funny, too, right? When the <laughs> when the dad's telling the sons that he has a fan and he's describing her and they're all looking at him like you have an older like adult fan. I don't know. Yeah, dude. I don't think so. <laughs> Who's the one and only. But. Yeah, dude, it's been cool. Uh, they're going to I wonder if it's going to stay interesting, though, when they're fighting. You know what I mean? Because it's like the character development and the struggles, what's made it interesting so far. But transitioning into just straight on fighting the powers to be to get your name. Do you think it's still going to be as compelling? I think it will. And we're, I mean, I it, I guess it just depends on what the son has going on with his little secret, whatever he has going on in his life. That could be play a big factor in, you know. Yeah. And did you remember from issue one that he broke up with his girlfriend or did that kind of ju- his brother tells his dad like, yeah, he broke up with his girlfriend. And I was yeah, like, he I don't did? think that was really explained in issue one. I don't think. Yeah. So I don't maybe that's that. part of his his issues he's going through right now, maybe. Cause yeah. I don't, I don't remember that being explained in issue one at all. 
Dude, and then that guy who shows up to his house to collect his comic books is just some super fan. <laughs> yeah, that was cool, too. So he does have another fan out there. And the the sons are just like, Dad, dude, fans aren't like they used to be. Like, <laughs> you got to be careful with this stuff. Yeah, just coming to his door, though. How? I mean, yeah, that's... He's just ch- he's just giving out his address and chatting with these people. I know, like, dude. It's so weird. Like, dude, dad, you got to be more careful, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the dude was stoked, dude. Miles, dude, I think his name was. Yeah. No, he's no. just trying to. No, never mind. Miles is his son. I, I can't remember this dude's name. But yeah, he was um, like a little kid in a candy store. And he knows that, that they're the sons. And he was like, yeah, you guys were an issue, blah, blah, blah. And dude, yeah, yeah. That would creep that would creep me out. My wife would be like, don't ever invite that guy back to the house. Like, yeah, what you were could you even, thinking? Yeah, you could tell the brothers were kind of like, what was that interaction about? Yeah. <laughs> but dude, that's just been good, dude. And it's surprising, too, with like th- the sort of story it's telling, like in a comic book form, just this really like autobiographical, not autobiographical, but that's the feel it sort of has, you know? Yeah. And just how strong of a writer Chip is to make it so freaking compelling, dude. Yeah. So I've been loving it, man. Definitely recommend it. Pick it up. I think it'd be hard to imagine not enjoying it. I mean, it's definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think anybody can pick this one up and read it. It's a, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I do notice on a lot of the covers, the sun kind of has this, always has like some sort of superhero y thing. So it's almost like the sun, maybe like, wishes he was his, followed in his dad's footsteps or something maybe you yeah know? yeah yeah dude i love it man it's been super cool heck yeah but did you get in uh, a chance to get in anything else my man yeah i got a little bit of reading in one that i thought was pretty cool is um the new ant-man that just came out dude i love that cover man did you get this this guy i had young? to get the scotty young cover 100 percent. so good does he say anything on this cover or is it, does he actually, there's no speech bubbles on that? Yeah, nothing. Just him mowing down on this gigantic cheeseburger. <laughs> Imagine being able to shrink yourself like that though. Cause then food would be like, you wouldn't have to I know. buy so much food. That would be, <laughs> dude. I wonder what would happen though. If you shrunk down really small, ate the hamburger and then we're like, all right, I'm going to blow myself back up to normal size. Like if all of a sudden you're like, dang, that wasn't enough. Dude, I... Literally, when I picked this up, I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, because if he gets back to normal size, is his stomach going to be normal size and be still empty? Because <laughs> he That's only hilarious. took, it looks like, one little bite. But as yeah. a little guy, he's uh-huh. full. You know? So, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely uh, something to think about. I thought it was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, dude, Scotty Young's art, super rad. Um, but this is by um, Al Ewing and art by Tom I think Riley, I don't know. I could be way off, but, uh, it was a pretty cool story, man. Um, if, if you look at the art, it looks like, um, old school style comic. Yeah. I like heard it's went... supposed to be kind of like a throwback, like, a, yeah, that's like a good... honoring the, uh, old school. Yeah, no, that's a good, good way to put it. Like a throwback. The art was pretty cool. Just seeing it like. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, what would you say? Like from the eighties or maybe even longer uh, yeah, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't be very good at telling you that, but, um, I, I it, could throw out a number and just make it sound like I'm smart. 
that's just what I imagine. But uh, <laughs> it, it follows. So Ant Man in this is um, actually uh, Hank Pym. It's not uh, Scott Lang yet, but you do see Scott Lang. He's like trying to um, break into this house that um, Ant Man gets captured in, and the, the Wasp now is going to go try to save Hank. And as she's going there, um, she comes across this burglar who's trying to break in. And she's like, you know, watch out, get out of here. And it's um, Scott. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then it ends um, where there's like, it's almost like he's being like teleported or something. But there's another Ant-Man. So I don't know if this is like Scott Lang in the future. And he's coming to get get Hank Hmm. so they can fight bad guys together. So it's going to be interesting. So um you're gonna keep up yeah i think i'm gonna keep up with it i really like al ewing and um i enjoyed reading it it was it was a fun read um i don't have a ton of marvel stuff right now on my pull list so i'm gonna try this one out and see how it goes right on dude yeah i've heard good things about that have you heard anything about the new gambit at all no so i was kind of reluctant to pick it up and um I, i didn't really hear much about it um I don't know. I, I know we talked about it a little bit last week because um, both you and I growing up, like, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just love Gambit, <laughs> you know? I just thought throwing cards was the coolest yeah, thing in dude, the world. I thought he was rad and um, just kind of just a cool character, but I ended up not getting it. Uh, I still might later, but um, I don't know. Do you hear anything? Did you pick it up at all? Or Frank uh, told me it was pretty good. Coffee and a comic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's it. I haven't looked up any reviews or heard anybody talking about it on the social, but Frank Frank said it was cool. All right. I'm going to have to check it out. Sorry if I'm throwing you under the bus, Frank. I'm just, that's what I, that's what I remember you said. <laughs> oh, dude. Heck yeah. Well, we'll have to uh, check it out. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll pick it up in singles. I might just wait for a trade, but some of the art at my local shop on the, those variant covers are super rad. Right on. Yeah, I wish I would have picked at least one of those up, but I didn't. It's hard for me to get into like picking up a current Marvel. I'm just like, eh, I'll wait, wait till it's on Unlimited or something like that. Yeah, I hear you. You never know. You might love it. That's why I, I was kind of hesitant about Ant Man too, but I was like, no, I'm, I'm I love Al Ewing, and I'm going to check it out. And um, so far, I like it. So, yeah, dude, that's cool. The only the only Marvel run I'm currently keeping up with is Moon Knight. Moon Knight, yeah. I tried, so we went to the shop today and um, my son, he always picks out those Lego figurines, you know, that I always tell you about. I can't remember who I, who all he got today. I think he got, um, who did he, oh, he got Venom, uh, another oh, Miles, cool. another Miles Morales Spider-Man. He probably has like 10 Spider-Man figurines. He always picks a Spider-Man and then he got um, Hawkeye, but there was a rad Moon Knight one there. And I uh, wanted him to get it so bad, but he he didn't. He was like Moon Knight. Who's yeah? Moon he Knight? doesn't even know who Moon Knight <laughs> is. Yeah, <laughs> my kids. I have a, a Venom figure, and he's got the tongue that sticks out really long, and they freaking love that thing because they just think that's so hilarious. Yeah, it's so funny. So um, and then I I have a Venom blanket, and they always want to sleep with the Venom blanket. I'm like, dude, okay, <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah, my son's all about Spider Man and turtles right now that's two it. good ones if i had a son those are the two i'd want him to be into that's that's all he's into right now so which is cool right on dude yeah what else you get into you want to um yeah, i got in quite a bit man um i can go 
I can go into some of them pretty quick until we hop in the uh, BO dub. I'll go in order of my least favorite to my favorite uh, read of the week. My least favorite read this week was Survival Street by Dark Horse. I almost um, got that today, but I ended up not doing it. Yeah, you know, it just I thought it was going to be a little more fun, a little bit more like um I don't know if lighthearted is the way I want to put it, but kind of fun and lighthearted, silly maybe. But they were uh I don't know. It just didn't hit the right chord for me. They're dealing talking and dealing with some stuff that I don't know, kind of felt like a little too political for me and so I was like, "Eh, you know, I'm not I get that stuff day in and day out. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The time and a place maybe, but this one just felt like it had the everything f- going for it to just be this really wild, fun, over-the-top series and uh, just didn't hit for me. Wasn't it, huh? No. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it still could. Like, there was some really funny and some cool moments in here, and uh, but I don't know. I don't think I'll be keeping up with it, man, to be honest with you. I was excited about it, though. The art looks pretty red and looks hilarious. I know. That's why I was so excited about it. And there's just some really wild stuff about them like being, you know, real, quote, unquote. And uh, some of them are hilarious, dude. And their names are really funny. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, Corporal Punishment used to be. (laughs) But it used to be uh, Corporal Fairness when he was like before everything went bad. And then he changed his name. And now he's like some gnarly like. <laughs> That's funny, dude. So now instead of dishing out fairness, he's dishing out punishment. Punishment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some funny bits like that in there, and some stuff that I was like, dude, this it could have just been so good. Um, but it just felt like it was trying to do a little too much of these topical stuff. That just in a in a mind space where I'm at, I just don't have room for that right now. Yeah, you know what I mean, no, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got to finish. Uh, the closet. So I read closet number three and that was wild to me. I did not know it was going to be a three issue mini. Neither did I at all. And that now, like when I look back at issue two, issue two, like had a bunch of just sitting around chatting. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I'll have to, I haven't, I picked it up. Um, I haven't read it yet, but I'll have to, I'll have to see how it ends. What'd you think? Uh, let me down, dude. Honestly, the mo the, the biggest chunk of this book is literally almost just a repeat of issue two. He's sitting in a parking lot chatting to some dude and that dude's giving him a hard time. I mean, he deserves it at this yeah, point. It's very obvious. Jerk. He, he is just a jerk and there's no, no redemption for him. Like I was hoping obviously in a three issue mini, that's way too short for yeah. any sort of redemption arc. Yeah. But, um, I don't want to ruin it. I'll let you read it, but it turns out, I will say we were most likely probably right last yeah, time we talked I, about we it. We've seen where it was going. I mean, the yeah. first one was rad. And then once you get to the second one, you can kind of, you're like, okay, I kind of see where this is headed now. And yep. yeah, I, I'm still going to read it. Like I said, I picked it up, but um, yeah, I'll let you know. Did you get Twig? I got Twig as well. Another Scotty Young cover. Oh, you got I, the Scotty cover? I didn't read it yet though, but I can't wait. So I got into it. Uh, oh, man, so good. Dude, he's just a fun adventure story, man. Yeah. I, since you haven't read it, I'm not going to say much about it. It's really cool. Um, I will say the very beginning of this, based on what I said last time uh, issue three ended, 
that uh, I'm pretty pretty pleased. Oh, with the um, <laughs> with gosh, the little that? horned beast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's all I'll say. Uh, okay, I was really well, happy good. I'm about glad that. he didn't have to take that thing out. I'm <laughs> yeah. assuming he didn't. <laughs> he did not. Okay, <laughs> and uh, that ends up being really cool because uh, he ends up teaming up with that with the dude, and uh, they become friends. And so now it's three of them. Oh, so rad. It's, Splat, Twig, and then that kid, that guy who ends up getting a name. I think Splat gives it to him, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. But dude, I think you're gonna love it, man. The artwork is still phenomenal, and Twig's just uh, he's trying to do it, man, but it's not looking too good, dude. Uh, yeah, he had a tall task. Yeah, dude, and uh, the artwork's just super cool. I mean, look at some of these pages, dude. Yeah, dude, I could have that hanging in the house. I know, man. Dude, I was listening to last episode as I was editing it when you were talking about the Turtles poster and I was just busting up when you were like, oh, yeah, dude, we're hanging that up in your room for sure. <laughs> dude, we haven't hung it yet. I don't know if because um, his room is like Spider-Man themed kind of right now with the red and black. And I don't know if it would go. My wife's like, it's not going to go. We're not hanging it up. And I'm like, All right, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, and then the last one I, I read was uh, little monster six, uh, man, dude, freaking nuts, dude. All I'll say is they never should have freaking tasted blood, man. And the ones that did have lost their dang minds. Oh yeah. It changed them. You can tell in, in issue five that they, um, they got that taste and that's all they want now. It's going to, I, I think we talked about it at the end of issue five. We, we talked about how it's going to separate the two groups. Yeah, that you did. And that was kind of your thing. And dude, you're a hundred percent right, man, because the ones that are trying to protect that girl, dude, the other group is straight up at the end of this issue, straight up attacking them. Hmm. Like, and he, they're straight up telling him like, we'll kill you. If Uh-oh. you do not let us get to this girl. And they've been together for so long. Oh That's my gosh, how, I can't like, wait to read it. I'm just going to show you this really quick. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to read it. Dude, just phenomenal. And there's some uh, really cool uh, Cliff Chang. I don't know if it's Chang or Chiang because it's that C-H-I. No, wrong, wrong guy. Dustin Wynn. <laughs> Some freaking <laughs> such good art, dude. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the interaction between that hu- the human dude with the bow and arrow, you know, who oh, he ends yeah, up yeah. he ends up capturing. You know, he caught the brother. Oh yeah, and yep, uh, I remember that. Some, some crazy man, dude. Well, sweet. This, I'm looking this forward was to reading my that one. Read. I think the most out of my stack right now that I haven't gotten into because I loved. You know, I think we've talked about it. The series kind of started a little slow for me. Um, but, uh, it's definitely picked up the last three. Oh yeah. It's been, I loved it. Yeah, dude. So I'm stoked to read that one. Heck yeah, man. Love it. Love it. Love it. Cool, dude. Well, uh, what do you say we get into a little B.O. dub? Dude, let's do it. I'm stoked to talk about this book. Dude, this was all you, man. This was another one that you found that we got into based off, uh, Based off one of your kind of finds, dude. And I have to tell you, I didn't know what to expect going into it. Neither did I. I I didn't even really put together that that Rob Guillory was the dude who did the art for Chew until like I was halfway through reading this trade. And uh, 
dude, I mean, not to spoil it up front, but I really enjoyed this, man. Dude, it was so fun. And um, when I, you know, kind of stumbled upon this, I don't know when this trade came out. It's still an ongoing series. I think they're on like issue 19 or something like that now. But um, I didn't know what to expect, but it was just so fun. And I'm, I was glad that you enjoyed it as well. And now I'm stoked to chat about it with you, man. Yeah, man. You want to you want to give a little overview for everybody about kind of like what Farmhand is? and Yeah, so we have uh, Farmhand from Image and um, it, Volume 1 collects issues 1 through 5. And it follows uh, the Jenkins family. And they originally are um, traditional farmers. However, the dad you find out wasn't that good of a farmer. <laughs> and um, he ended up having this vision and um, of this seed that he created that ends up growing um, all kinds of body parts. And so he starts this farm up where pretty much he can grow anything you need. Limbs, yeah. eyes, nose, Organs. scalp, like everything. And uh, people come to him if they have issues or, you know, if they have accidents or whatever and need something, that's where they go. And um, but there's some crazy stuff going on in this town and with a lot of people, with the farm, with the seed and what it's doing <laughs> to people. And it was just a fun, uh, a fun read for sure. Dude, I don't know if I missed I'm- anything. No, I think that's good, dude. Uh, at one point, they even created a brain with the seed. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Dad didn't like what was going on there too much. Yeah, and so there were. It seems like there was some type of fallout with because uh, it's uh, the dad has two kids, a um, son and a daughter, and there's some kind of fallout. So the son is now just coming back to the farm for the first time in a long time, and this is where this book kind of picks up with him. Um, coming back to the farm and the son has two kids. He's married with two kids. So he's moving back from like the city and um, yeah, man, you, you start out, yeah. it's like a little flashback of the, the original farm. And he like almost is having like the son, what's his name? Um, Zeke, Ezekiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he almost has like, uh, what, what, what does it open up? Does it, is that like a dream? You think? Yeah, he's having a dream because he wakes up in bed there and he's yeah. like, oh, just a bad dream. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if there's some truth to that dream, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, Because it was definitely sure. crazy. Yeah. But, dude, one of the, the, like, literally the only thing, and this is a very small thing that I didn't really love, was the dialogue that the kids have was just a little too uh, not believable. Just kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, she's running to the car and she calls him Booger Butt. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't see it happening, man. Yeah. Uh, no way, Booger Butt. <laughs> and there was just a couple times where, like, the dialogue between the, the, the kids felt a little uh, not accurate. I don't know. Between just for between the brother and sister, though, right? Yeah, that's it. And it's yeah. like only a couple times, and it's not a big deal at yeah, all. Yeah, but yeah. Those, those are the only things where I was like, huh? And I was like, what sisters calling their brother booger butt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but dude, this is crazy, man. So they, you know, he hasn't been to the farm in such a long time, and so his dad is like summoned him back, more or less, like you know, reached out to him, told him to come come back to the farm. 
and they get there and it's just this huge like uh compound now right yeah it's and, almost uh, like a little mini theme park yeah, and they don't really know what they're getting into, Mm-mm. and they get there, and the first thing they get to do as a family going to see Grandpa at his job is take this little tour on this train, and they put on these uh, VR. But anyway, once they get in there, dude, and they see everything that's going on, and like, dude, you, they're watching people literally like cut stuff off these trees and like blood splattering on them. Like this guy right here is cutting fingers off this tree. And he's just got blood all over his arms. So and the funny. kid, the kid looks at his mom and he's like, uh, can I sleep with you tonight? And the mom's like, dude, I don't think any of us. Yeah, are sleeping no one's tonight. sleeping tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They walk into like a different world than what I'm sure he left the farm. You know, I'm sure it was still yeah. weird, obviously, when he left. But now it turned into it was like on a whole different level. Yeah, dude. Um just just crazy but like one of the things you see right away that i absolutely loved is they roll by is it right away it might have been later but uh, there's this bush that grows noses and one and the sign says no picking the flowers and i just thought that was like such a funny little like ironic little sign you know because like don't pick your nose don't p- pick the nose flowers yeah dude one thing i, w- I do want to point out is the art in this is hilarious so funny he like in, in all the panels, like in the background, he like places these little like tidbits of like just perfectly placed like funny one liners or like just weird signs. And they are so funny. Like I went back and just literally instead of like reading through, I was just looking at, <laughs> in the background to find all these funny like posters yeah. hanging on the walls or whatever he has in the background. And they are so funny dude like right away right up when they get off the tour and they're meeting their aunt and grandpa there's like a little plaque behind them and it says a brief history of creepy body part plants yes dude <laughs> like it just literally just makes you laugh and this is what like you know like i don't know just made it so fun to me yeah but so you know, you find out a lot just through this first volume, but kind of early on here, you know, you get a good glimpse that, you know, it's Jedediah, right, is the dad's name. Yeah, yeah. And so he's just got this huge operation going on and he's, you know, you can, you know, anything that's going wrong with you, you show up to him and he'll give you a new arm, he'll give you a new nose, he'll give you, you know, at one point whatever, he gives a yeah. lady, yeah, whatever. And um, so it seems like there's some, shady organizations i think maybe even they're called the russians here or something like that who are trying to get in there to steal from him to maybe figure out how exactly he's doing what he's doing right oh yeah like a lot of people um dislike jed dude the town does not love him yes and so you get it starts as, as you read through it you get this picture that Everybody kind of hates him. The town doesn't like him. Um, you know, you have all these different organizations that are, it seems like they're coming in to steal the seed or something, you know. Because they send that kid in there. Yeah. He's a get, gnarly kid. Oh, for sure. Like, I don't think he's a normal kid. He's got to be a <laughs> Russian spy for sure. That's Batman. <laughs> That's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, yeah, you find out that they're kind of like the outcasts of this town And it's like a traditional, like small town, small country town where everybody knows everybody. But the Jenkins family now, once this started 
popping off and getting big. They're like the outcasts or like the cursed family, they call them, you know, like no one really wants to hang around them. Dude, even early on when the kids are there and other kids see them, they're like, yeah, our family calls your grandpa the devil. Yeah. Like their, their, their reputation is far from good, but. But then you see that you see the old man has a different side to him too, because even though that, that like that kid who came in to um, do whatever he was trying to do, whatever he was sent in there to do, um, he loses an arm. Well, that's because he tears off his fake arm. Yeah. And um, he, uh, he gives him another arm, you know, he like helps him out yeah. and sends him on his way. Yeah. And the, the scenes where the, the, the limbs that are grown by Jed's farm when they attach to somebody are gnarly. So nuts, dude. When that chick uh, got the nose put back on her, that was a wild couple panels. Yeah, dude. And um, even and like, look here, at the this arm one looks like attached. it has teeth. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it's like one of those worms from Tremors or something, bro. <laughs> it really does, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. What do you think? Of, oh, my gosh. I didn't put this together. Hey, right here, is this guy who's walking the kid, the dude with the handlebar mustache, is he the one who winds up dead at the end of this issue? That's him, isn't it? Yeah, that's the kid. Uh, yes. So it's two there. They were working together and oh, I didn't piece that together till little literally right now, man. Literally throughout this whole book, there's all kinds of like little like. I don't want to say side stories, but all this, like, I, I, how would you explain it? There's so many like little like mysteries, I guess you would say. Oh yeah. Dude. Throughout like the whole entire thing, which I thought was rad. I loved it. I don't know. I don't know how he keeps it all together when he's writing it because it's just it. weaving. Mis- I remember when we talked earlier on this week, I was telling you, I was like, dude, it's so fun. There's like mystery after mystery and they're yeah, all and in one story and they blend together so well. Yeah. They do blend together so, so well. Like you don't get confused. You're not like, it just flows really really well throughout this whole first five issues definitely yeah dude and so but it seems like because that kid and that guy were there to you know working for for somebody else and if the gramp like who showed up to kill to so that dude and the kid were there on the tour the kid tried to sneak into uh restricted area area. yeah the restricted area to steal some sample of the seed gets caught gets captured that's when grandpa gives him a new arm. But then his little partner there, the older guy winds up dead at the end of the issue. Like who killed him or did he kill himself? I think the boy did because Uh, later, because later when, when um, Ezekiel's son goes to school, he meets that boy and he's like, I know what, you know, uh, I know what you did. And he, so the boy thinks he knows that he shot that guy, but he's like, no, you're the one who helped me in the playground because he was getting bullied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he thinks he knew, you know, he knows something else. Interesting. So, yeah, there's a lot of mystery. Like every single character has some type of mysterious thing going on that you're trying to figure out, which is really cool. Like the brother... The the son Zeke, he has his own stuff going on. You don't know why he was gone for so long. He, you know, like there's issues with um like the people that are running for mayor. Yeah, and that he, he has. And he knows a secret too about dad that he hasn't told anybody in this. 
I mean, I guess a little bit of it is that he had an affair with that thorn chick or something. Right, but. right. Which was who who knows if that you know there, there's so many of these little mysteries going on. Um, and, and the Ezekiel or Zeke they call him. He has some like you know he's moving back to town and um, trying to get a job. I think he's a writer or something. And yeah, so he has his own stuff going on that he's dealing with because his mom um, passed away a long time ago, which you still is a, is a mystery in itself. Yeah. And the sister, Andrea, you find out, I think it's an issue three that she's like some ex military, just that was my favorite issue, bad chick. And she actually still works for the government, like undercover trying to like, get information to the military about her dad's farm. So she's like almost like trying to double cross him. It seems, but she's still, she's like reluctant to do so. Cause it's family, but she's mm-hmm. like, that is what she is. You know, she's still in the military or whatever and she has to do it. Yeah. That was my favorite issue. Yeah. Issue three was really good. Yeah. Cause it was a, it was a, it was a crazy twist. You did not see coming. No. And dude, the like you said, man, the way he weaves all these mysteries together, like, and it's every character. Yeah. It's just That's so really good. well done. I know. And so, you know, it's really cool that that Jedediah dad has uh, has figured this out and you know, he thinks he's doing good. He's healing these people. But, uh, you know, something crazy is going on in this town, and it seems like maybe this Jedediah seed is uh, maybe getting a little out of control. It might. It's not all made, What you know, it's not all um, rainbows and, and sunshine, you know, once you get this, um, you know, these limbs or whatever, you know, because it does seem like something's starting to change him. Like he halfway through uh, this first um, volume you he gets a call from someone and is like hey you remember me mm-hmm. and he's like of course I remember you I remember all my patients you know and she's like yeah well something's going on with me and she, you know you see her like she has all these like sprouts growing off of her back yeah she's got rouses roses rouses she's got roses <laughs> she's got some rouses going on <laughs> <laughs> She's got some roses like growing off her spine and you find out the thing that the Jedediah fixed on her is he put in like a disc in her spine or something. Yeah, some vertebrae. And then not only that, so it's happening to these people, but then you find out later on it's also happening to like the animals and stuff in town. Yeah, it's happening to the I environment. I love that panel, by the way. Yeah, the, oh, pig. the pig. Like, yeah, oh Ooh, that was gross, yeah. But yeah, so whatever is going on in the farm, they're trying, it looks like, you know, they do their best to keep it all contained but it seems to be leaking out into the local town and in the environment because we also see there's like this like half caterpillar, half like dog creature, mm-hmm. right? That is one out of my favorite and things. And um, kind of to, to give a little more explanation, there's one, uh, I think it's issue three, our favorite issue where this lady brings in a dog. She like sneaks in this dog and she's like, this is my dog. And then the dog's name is hilarious. Fuzznuts, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fuzznuts, and Dude, but that's um, crazy, right? Because the dog eats some of the stuff, but then the dog like completely changes. He changes into some mutated like beast. And so what's going on with that? So if these people would have eaten the pig that had changed, yeah, would they have like 
change like that you think i don't know that that's what i mean that's another cool mystery that this leaves off and you're just like you want more you know when this ends yeah and so that dog goes nuts the the sister has to do some some rad stuff in that scene and takes care of it and um, which makes more sense when you find out more about her that she's still capable of using a gun and stuff yeah 100 percent. but so that that creature like lives off in the woods next to this farm so it's like like you mentioned it's like spilling out i don't know if it's getting into the soil or they obviously had to have you know something happen in the past where they didn't allow animals in you know um Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of just crazy cool stuff that goes on dude i just think i just loved it man yeah like through and through What'd you think of the pastor guy who shows up to save Ezekiel, who used to be like really good buddies with Jedediah? He's a gnarly dude. He just tears up those two dude, Russian dudes. He's not your traditional pastor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he throws the Bible right at that dude's face. Yeah, dude. And uh, he just takes care of some Russian mobsters. Like it's no big deal. So good, dude. Yeah. But that was interesting too, right? Because it's like, you know, because um, Ezekiel asks him like, hey, you and my dad used to be really close. So what happened? And he tells him like it was a falling out over this seed. Over like, the seed, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just loved it, dude. And the, the thorn, the that thorn lady mm. who you find out used to be working with Jedediah and yeah. was like kind of one of the brains of the operation. Something's clearly going on there, man. Yeah, she's. I mean, you've definitely as you oh, find out yeah, later yeah. on. But. She at first you think she's just some like town hippie, you know. This, you know, like to me, she comes off as like a you know, just like a town local like hippie sells her stuff at the farmers markets, you know, kind of lady, pretty cool. And then you find out she's got something up her sleeve, you know, like yeah. she. She, because since her and and Jedediah were so close working together to try to get this seed to work, she had to be doing her own research by herself because now mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know if it's infected is the right word or or who knows what you yeah, want to call infected it. Infected seems right, but she seems like she's got control she of can it. Control on some it, level. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, and that's kind of crazy. She does something to the the sister well, i don't remember her name but Ezekiel's andrea. andrea yeah and uh you know that was wild she wakes up in a drain pipe yeah yeah she towards, drove her car off a ledge yeah so towards the end andrea she wants more ish, uh, answers right because she is working for this military organization she's supposed to be like spying on her dad and you find out that she has a missing leg which i don't know if her dad even knows I don't even think he knows because that was such a, a good point when you brought that up, dude. Yeah. Cause she has a prosthetic. She didn't go to her dad's farm and say, Hey dad, give me a fake leg, you know, give me another real leg or whatever. She still has a prosthetic leg, which is very interesting because she knows something, you know, cause she's working for the military, getting all this juicy information sent over. So she doesn't want any part of these, any part of the seed or these limbs that yeah. her dad is growing. Super and, interesting. Um, so she I thought that was a really good point, dude. Yeah. So she goes to this lady who's running for mayor, Miss Thorne, and she's like trying to get answers from, you know, her because they had a relationship in the past, her and her dad. And a lot of people in the town have a bunch of rumors about her. 
and that's when you find out that, you know, they were business partners, I guess you would want to say, you know, like, um, and it almost seemed like, uh, Jedediah wanted to stop all these experiments almost, but she was like, w- kept wanting to do it or something. And that's why they split ways maybe. Yeah. Cause when they, when they created that brain and all of a sudden that brain <laughs> popped out an up, eye, popped out an eye and he's just losing. He's like, Nope, not, not going to do a brain ever again. Yeah. And she w- w- like wanted to push it, you know? So yeah. it's almost like Jedediah had his limits and she was like, she wanted to go, you know, to the extreme. And so. So that's when, one of the interesting things I think about this story. Did you, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Go ahead. Is like kind of as a commentary, right. For unintended consequences of doing things. Right. Like, yeah, even though we could or can, you never know what's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think that's super fascinating. Cause even today, like I was reading another reviewer, I can't remember the top of my head, but was saying something like even today, you know, we can 3d print, organs and limbs and all these crazy things but should we do we ever stop to ask that sort of question you know it's kind of like what we talked about it was issue or episodes ago when we were talking about um like robots and stuff i think and how facebook had like ai and they ended up talking to each other so they had to shut them off (laughs) Mm -hmm. wild man but um yeah no 100 percent right and so um yeah, Andrea, after she goes to that lady, finds out she's crazy. And that lady did something to her where she ends up, like you said, in, in a ditch and she survives still. And um, the brother, you know, is almost like wanting to blame it on the dad. Like he's blamed everything on. And the dad's like, the dad's kind of like, I don't have no idea what's going on. And he kind of just like, do you believe out. him though? No, not at all. Not at all, huh? Like there's so many Honey, mysteries. I have no idea. I'm like, yeah, you do, man. Yeah, you know like, exactly just, what's going on. And everybody's staring at him just with this face, like, come on, yeah. dude. Like, no way. Yeah. And so um, yeah, that leaves off like what'd you think of it how it ended? Like, you wanna ex- kind of give a little rundown of the end here with the last couple pages? So it just kind of happens where, you know, finally, you know, obviously that big interaction with Thorne goes down with Andrea. They find her and uh, they're pressuring dad to kind of get more information because she's in the hospital. She's been out for days, finally wakes up and, you know, they just, you know, keep asking her, like, do you remember anything? And at first she doesn't remember anything. Then it kind of comes back to her that this Thorne lady did it. And so they're asking him, you know, Jedediah, like, what the heck, what the heck's going on? And, uh, you know, like you said, he's trying to pretend he has no idea. And then you turn yeah. the page and it looks like everybody's trying to bail town, dude, because everyone's sitting at this bus station with like little green patches on them. Some kid sitting there like able to sprout a flower from his hand. Well, I and, think, uh, yeah, they're all trying to go see Jedediah. These are uh, all his patients because the girl right there is the one with the flowers on her back. Yeah, yeah. So these are at first all... I kind of figured maybe they were just like, dude, I'm getting the heck out of whatever is this called, like Freetown or something like that. Yeah, to me, I thought they're all going to Freetown to be like, what the heck's going on with me? Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, based on this road sign, it looks like they're probably heading there, not away from there because yeah, it says so... Freetown. <laughs> So, yeah, very interesting, man. There's a lot of people that are having all these gnarly side effects now. And it's starting to, like you mentioned, like, should have, should they have been doing this in the first place? Because it's not going to be yeah. good at all. And so it just ends there. And, uh, 
you're just like, all right, dude, I need to go get volume two immediately 100%, 100%. because I'm dying to know. Yeah. And so I, I listened to an interview with, uh, with Rob and he was saying it gets darker. So Ooh. I think, uh, I think he said in volume two, it surprised people that how dark it got. So I'm like even more curious now. Yeah. When, so when I finished this, part of me was a little disappointed because there were so many still open ended like questions I had and like, but then another part of me, I was like, I got to go get volume two, like right now. Yeah, I know, dude. I, I just loved, loved it, man. Yeah. And uh, I loved it more because like you were saying, like I went, like I took this book with me to work today and like during my lunch break, I literally was just going through and looking at the pictures and finding all the funny bits. Dude, some of the funniest signs in, in the background just will make you laugh. When Ezekiel's sons go into the bathroom at school, there's a sign in there that says "flush twice, so nice." <laughs> I think one of my, I don't know why it just cracks. Yeah, me up. dude, they're all so funny. I think one of my favorite ones is when they're at the hospital. And oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, tell everybody that one's hilarious. Let me try to find it so I don't ruin it. But they go to visit Andrea at the hospital because she's finally coming around, right? And um, I think who's in the hallway. Is it the brother or the dad? Somebody. Oh, yeah. The, the dad's in the hallway and he takes a, a phone call and it says yeah. hospitals, a fantastic place to meet your demise. <laughs> dude, it's, it's just so it's like funny, littered dude. all over the place, man. Yeah. This it's just everything. Even like the sh- like people's shirts are hilarious. Like. Yeah. So at one point, uh, Andrea gets in a bar fight with this dude. <laughs> he has a Raphael t-shirt on yeah he does oh did you notice in the son's room because the son loves uh, comic books that he has an invincible poster oh I didn't notice that that's rad uh, oh, I can't remember what I was going to say now um, what was I talking about I don't know I interrupted you my bad but when Thorne's sitting outside gardening she's got a manure bag that says manure extra smelly to I think one of the funniest ones too, which, and it was totally unexpected was in one of the dude's houses where they go when they're trying to find Andrea. The oh, dude that's ha- what I was going to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. You can say it then. So Andrea gets in a bar fight with this dude who's kind of like poking at her family and follows her outside and she's had enough. So she just whoops on these guys. But this is when she goes missing, right? Yeah. Because of the thorn stuff right after that happened. And so dad and Ezekiel go out looking for her, hear that, you know, she got in a bar fight with that guy, go to his house, knock, <laughs> Jedediah just punches him in the face the second the door opens. Uh-huh. Dude falls down and literally there's like, I don't know if it's the TV or literally like a painting or something. And it's like a sex, sex in the, the city. city. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, that whole scene cracks me up because here's this dude. He's just beat up like Andrea beat him up. Yeah. He's got a bandage on his nose. Jedediah just broke his nose again. He's down on the floor. Uh, Sex in the city up there. And he's got a tattoo on his arm that says stud. And he's like, he's like one of those dudes that's like the town, like macho man, you know, tries to be yep. this Billy bad, like dude. And um, you, when, when they go to his house, he's totally just not that guy. And it's pretty funny, dude. So, I mean, what would you say, you know, rating wise, you know, recommendations, who would like it? I definitely say anybody will like this. It's uh, just a funny, 
awesome story to read. Um, mysteries, dude. I, I don't see who wouldn't like this. Yeah, I, I mean, would you say that this is like a like what genre would you put this in? Because it's like it just blends everything. Like it kind of bounces back and forth. It's a little bit of a horror. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of like a suspenseful thr- thriller. It's a little bit almost detectivey, even at some levels, and uh, comedy and family. I don't know. I mean, it's for everybody. I think anybody can pick this up. You definitely don't need to know anything else. Like go pick up volume one and you can just jump right into it. It's awesome. Easy read. Even though there's a lot going on, it's really well put together. I thought, um, the art is really, it's cartoony. Um, at first I was kind of thrown off by it cause I, you know, I haven't seen art like that in a, in a long time, but I really enjoyed it once I started getting into it, thought it was really well done, fit the story really well. Um, if I mean, it's not the like the most um, like mind blowing story by any chance, you know, like, but it's just fun and really well done. And so if I had to give it a like my rating, I would rate both the art and the story a four. So I'm giving it an eight out of 10 for me. Right on. Yeah, dude, I agree with you. I think um, the artwork even grew on me more as I was reading it. Uh, like you said, it's kind of funny how this happens, but with, with art, but like by the end of it, you can't imagine this story no, with different art. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, especially with some of the like really graphic stuff, like when they're chopping limbs off trees yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Like it just, and the way that it bounces back with some of this, like these uh, family tones genre, the horror stuff, like, cause he's blending all this together. Like you kind of need a, an art style that's willing to adapt with that and how it bounces back and forth so quick. Like one page is going to be really creepy, gory, spooky. And then the next panel, you're turning the page and it's his son talking about his new best friend and how he's named Batman. Uh, <laughs> you you know what I mean? It. Yeah, no, I love that explanation. You nailed it. And the coloring is just phenomenal. And he's doing it all himself. Like it's so impressive. But I think that the, the biggest thing for me is what you had already said. Uh, it's just so well crafted uh, and the way he's weaving all this together. Like I just imagine like how much time this took him uh, to me. It seems like to be able to piece all this together, he's got some sort of like cork board in his house with like three by fives pinned uh-huh. and like strings going yeah, from yeah, one yeah. thing yeah. to the next uh-huh. uh, just to keep it all together. And I just love it, man. I'm super impressed by, by his storytelling ability and his, his uh, ability to, to craft uh, just a phenomenal story. Like I said, the only knock I'd give it is like, what, two panels with the kids talking where I was like, that was weird. (laughs) But other than that, everything was great. I thought the humor kind of really broke it up really nicely. Yeah. And so I think, you know, anybody who who's into like anybody who's read Chew is going to love this. They almost feel like they could share a world together. I know you haven't gotten into Chew yet. Uh, I think you'd love it. Yeah. And, you know. Some of the family stuff, too, is really cool. Like, you know me, I like any story that involves dads. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and so you've got him and you've got his relationship with his dad and then him being a dad. So it's got, you know, I love that. And, you know, the kids dealing with school life and bullies and uh, trying to make new friends when they move. I just think, you know, it's really, really good. And anyone looking for a quick escape into a really fascinating, bizarre world is going to love this. Yeah, 100%. Um, I will say that the art probably will throw you off at first. But if you push through, I guarantee you, you're going to be just like us at the end of this and just really appreciate it for this story. Yeah. I'd give it a 9 out of 10 altogether. Nice, I, I just yeah. loved it, man. 
like I finished this and I immediately just texted you. I think or we'd call, I called to talk to you and I was just like, dude, I just had so much fun. It was like literally the perfect book for this week. Cause I had a really busy week yeah. and to be able to come home, sit down with this and just kind of lose myself and like laugh at all the funny bits, but still be so intrigued by the mysteries and the, you know, ever changing mysteries was just, I oh, loved it, man. Dude, hundred percent. And I would definitely hundred percent agree with you. Like there, I can't, I think it was Wednesday this week. It was just a real rough day and I was tired and I just wanted to hang out and I literally laid on the couch in our front room and I read a couple of issues and I just immediately I was in a better mood. I was like, that was hilarious. The yeah. story's rad. And it definitely hundred percent. If you haven't read this one, go pick it up. Um, I'm going to catch up because I think they're on issue 18 or 19 or something and it's ongoing. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go get the other, uh, uh volume two and I'm going to get caught up and, um, hopefully yeah. start collecting the singles. I put- yeah, I, I put the the trades in my wish list, so I'm gonna be picking them up too. Yeah, well, this one, dude, I'm super stoked we were able to read this one, man. It was fun. Yeah, man. So props to you for another cool find. I don't think I ever would have read it if uh, you didn't suggest it, and I'm really glad I did. Really glad I did. Uh, Rob Guillory, thank you for making my week better. Uh, <laughs> I loved it, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and if you know. If you haven't read it now, go grab it now. You can get it pretty cheap on Amazon, I think, and uh, hop in our Discord and let us know what you thought of it. Or if you have read it, let us know over there too. Yeah, definitely uh, let us know what you think of it. And uh, we'd love to hear from you for sure on this one. Heck yeah, man. Well, thanks, dude. That was a fun read. Yeah, man. I'm glad you liked it as much as I did. Even more. No, I mean, I just think maybe I I rated it a little differently, but I think I... I think we both enjoyed it really about the same. It was just a fantastic read. All right on dude. What's got your, uh, what's got your eyeballs going for next week? I got two, two big ones that are coming out next week that I can't wait for. I can't wait for slumber six. It's finishing up. Uh, what is Stetson going to do? I know I'm pumped. I can't wait. I hope it ends on it. Like it's been such a fun run. So I'm super stoked looking forward to that one. That's one of my, my, um, biggest ones i'm looking forward to next week and then um of course eight billion genies um really looking for that one that story is just fun um i can't wait to get back into that world to see what they got going on what are you more excited for slumber or eight billion genies that's a tough one i may i'm i'm kind of maybe leaning towards slumber just because it's going to conclude i figured yeah so, yeah. I mean, I still love 8 Billion Genies, don't get me wrong, but this this oh, was, yeah. slumber, I, I just want to see how it ends, see what sets and see what she does, and um, I'm stoked on that one for sure. What about you? Yeah, the, uh, I agree with that assessment. Those are my two uh, that I'm looking forward to the most as well. But other than that, we've got um, Astronaut Down number three coming out. I have two. I haven't gotten into it yet. I loved issue one. Uh, we've got There's Something Wrong with Patrick Todd, number two, coming out. I love the first issue of that, so I'm excited for that one. Um, I haven't even got into number one, but I know you read the first volume of this and Prodigy, uh, the Icarus Society. Yep, yep. As the second volume of that's out, and issue number two comes out. Um, I really actually want to get into that. Um, I remember you said it was pretty cool. Yeah. I think there's some weird bits in it, but I mean, it's, it's, you liked it's it pretty action packed, kind of over the top, kind of James Bondy, but it, it was still a cool, um, I mean, it was fun for sure. Yeah. And we've got the ward number three. I'll be honest. Issue two kind of, uh, 
slowed down a little too much for me, so I'm not sure I'm going to pick that one up. It's kind of a game time decision for me. Uh, we've got Cities of Magic number four. And dude, the one, another one I'm really excited about is this new uh, series from Aftershock called Samurai Doggy. Dude, yeah, I saw that after you were telling me about it. It looks super cool, man. So I'm definitely going to pick that up and I'm, I'm kind of pulling a ray on this one. Like it just looks cool. I'm just going to go out on a limb and uh, see what it's all about, man, because I could just be blown away. Yeah. I mean, keep me posted. It looks interesting. The art looks pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you're going to have to let me know how it is, because uh, if it's cool, I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely pick it up as well. So, uh, you know me like any story that's, you know, some sort of dad figure in it. And then another thing I really love are uh any story like how how do you say it like when an animal becomes a man like a human i can't remember anthra no there's some word for there but any sort of story where there's like animals that are talking or doing something i'm all in like that's why i love animal you know animal house i love stray dogs animal. i'm all in on this one yeah 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 so no not animal house that's animal a castle yeah i was like wait thank a second you. yeah thank you. call me out on that <laughs> and then um for some collected collected editions we have the spawn compendium volume three coming out uh we have the we have demons trade coming out dude i love we have demons you got to get that if you oh no i sent you one and two didn't i or do you have all three i don't think so you might have all three no we did it if not i'll send you the that, third uh, we did a giveaway with that one didn't we yeah, the foil, the foil cover, number yeah. one, I think. Yeah, And then, I know we've mentioned it a couple times, but this, this is going to be the time, man. Orphan and the Five Beasts trade paperback might be coming out. Listen, we always do this. We did it last week with Ross. We're like, dude, 007's coming out, issue one, and new James Bond. Ross, this one's for you. And it ended up getting pushed back. I think it's supposed to come out next week. So, Ross, <laughs> check out your local shop or give Frank a call. Um, yeah. We'll Don't see. blame Hopefully. us. Blame Le- League of Comic Geeks. They yeah. <laughs> blame all the paper shortages all or something. Who knows what it is? Yeah, that's right, man. Dude, one of the crazy things is so a while back, Image Comics released a thing where they weren't going to send any of their books back for a second printing. I know. I remember. You had to get in on the... Yeah, you remember that? So yep. one of the wild things is, dude, is that 8 Billion Genies made them break that rule. Yep, I seen it because I, I I asked you because my, my local shop posted a picture of like all the books that came out and I seen 8 Billion Genies sitting on the shelf and I couldn't tell what cover it was. And I was like, issue four is not out already. There's no way. And when I went to the shop oh. uh, today, it was issue one again. And I was like, oh. Second printing. Yep. So that was pretty neat. Yeah, man. So that's funny. Dude, that show, I, I can't wait for that show, too. I hope it's rad. Dude, I guarantee you it's I mean, I know it's going to be a ways off, but. Yeah. Uh, I have high hopes for that, too, man. I know. I don't want to get too crazy I know, but you know me, it. dude. I'm I... already, like, trying to tell myself <laughs> to calm down uh-huh. so that you don't make fun of me when it comes out. And you're yeah. like, this is what you always do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I'm, I'm kind of getting stoked on it, too. So we'll have to kind of just pull back the reins and, and uh, just enjoy the, the book. Yeah, man. Well, right on, dude. Uh, how can people keep up with us and what we've got going on here? Oh, you know, one of the things I wanted to mention before you do our typical outro here. We are trying something new. Well, two things. Mm-hmm. One is any of those books that we just mentioned. Yep. Make yep. sure you check out coffeeandacomic.com because if you enter our discount code in all caps, comic book layer, 
at checkout, you're going to save yourself 15% off all those books and uh, support a cool dude in the process. Frank's awesome. He's doing a lot of cool things for us and for this community. And uh, make sure you check him out on Instagram too, coffeeandacomic.com. Yeah. But dude, another thing that me and you are trying to do, we're trying to get a newsletter off the ground. Oh, yeah. We're not trying. We're doing it. We're doing it. So... Uh, I'm kind of stoked about it. It's going to be a way for us to kind of like blast out these pull list notes to people and any updates and some bonus content and stuff like that. And some news and notes from around the comic book world. And, uh, if you're interested in anything like that, we'd love your feedback on it. You can head to our Instagram and go to our link tree or head to our website. And there's a form at the bottom of the page you can fill out. And I'm going to be sending out the first ever CBL newsletter this Wednesday, so uh, hop in on that. So, and, yeah, uh, you let better go subscribe now. You don't want to miss out. Heck yeah, man. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, heck yeah. It's going to be a super cool way to connect with people, meet people. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But um, other than those awesome things that you can do to kind of get involved, um, definitely subscribe to our show. Do us a favor and uh, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Head over to our Instagram at the comic book layer. That's where you can see um, just – all kinds of different stuff we're reading and watching and um, yeah, connect with us over on discord. We'd love to hear from you there as well. And um, a lot of cool people to meet and uh, yeah, just build awesome relationships in this community. And we'd love to hear from you guys. Heck yeah. Make sure you check out Ray on Instagram too. He's got a cool page that comic book dad. He's posting over there too. Yeah. Come on give me a follow. Heck yeah. Got to follow the comic book dad. Yeah, buddy. But um, anyways, we appreciate y'all. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds.